Welcome, everybody, to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode 62. Each week, we react to some video game news, and we talk about games that we're playing. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. Ben, boy, let me tell you a story. <laughs> this week has been one of the longest weeks ever. Um, It has felt very long indeed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, now, obviously, the election happened, and that's still kind of in a way going on you know uh -huh. they Biden won and he's always been elected and but there's still like all the drama of like Trump like I'm gonna sue and his lawyers right, right. having some sort of conference in front of some landscaping company which that's is all you know let's oh my god funny that part's <laughs> but Tuesday I went to the dentist oh that's right I had I had uh so I had two cavities filled one on each lower part of my jaw, kind of in the back. Uh -huh. um, and so I think the dentist might have, and I, I think I might have told you this already, but I think he accidentally hit my tongue when he went to go inject the numb, the numbing uh -huh. stuff. Okay. And I, I don't know what it's called. I'm sure it's, it's something that I can't pronounce anyways. No idea. And so my half of my tongue has been numb the whole week. And at this point, every day it's gotten a little less numb, which is nice. <laughs> it's been cool to have some feeling back in at least that side of my tongue because it's been a really weird week of like just mainly chewing and eating on the other side of my mouth because I have no idea what's going on over okay, there. Okay, all right. But now it's at a point where like the edge of it is not numb anymore, but there's still like this slice of it, like this lane that is. So I still have like every now and then you might hear it, you might not. It, it's it might still be. It might not be like noticeable, but I hear it and I feel it. Like th this is like the only, the best way I could describe it is sometimes it feels like my tongue is rolling. Oh, and I can't stop it. Like it's really weird. Like it's like it's <laughs> tilting like a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it feels like. The, oh I, I would definitely say someone fucked up on this procedure somewhere. Yeah. I know when I was and so this well when I was getting th this happened last time. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Okay. When I was getting my wisdom teeth removed, they were they make that thing where they're like, uh, there's a there's a low percent chance, but you might never have feeling in your jaw again. <laughs> there's like some Damn. there's some warning that they say with that, uh, because so you, one of my teeth take was my chances. Yeah, one of my teeth was like really uh long or something and like at, they were coming in sideways one of them was coming in sideways so it had to be removed oh yeah, yeah. and they they say that warning so this feels related to that somehow where like oh we messed up <laughs> oopsie doozles yeah it's you know like i i there's always trouble numbing this side of my uh -huh. face like the right side i guess so i kind of felt most of everything that was going on during the procedure um, so I, I expected that to be the troublesome part of this whole experience, not this <laughs> side. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, how are things going on your side of the world? Uh, Arizona. <laughs> better, better than that, I guess. Um, I don't know. There's stuff I, I would go into, but it's not that interesting. And I think we have got a lot of uh, news and stuff and, uh, we do. We do. I, I would um, rather talk about that than my silly life where I don't go outside. So, <laughs> okay. 
Uh, yeah, we do have a lot of cool news to talk about. Obviously, next the next gen of consoles will be here, what, this week? This week? Yeah, this week. It's two days to the Which Xbox, is... four days to the PlayStation. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy it's already here. Yep. Um, I guess let's get right to it, Ben. What's our topic of the show this week? Topic of the show? Well, two topics. Because I want to reminisce and talk about our favorite moments of the last gen before we, uh, you know, kind of do a little salute and the arrows that are on fire launch out and then they, they burn the consoles. And then, of course, the arrow that was shooting at the PS4 gets fired away from the fan. Like, it didn't hit it because oh, the fan's yeah. still on and it's so powerful. Um, it's just so loud. But the first topic we should go into is the Xbox Series X and S and PS5 reviews that hit all throughout last week. I think this also, I mean, obviously it was the election that made the, the week feel long, but it was also this constant stream of now we got the Xbox, now we got the PlayStation, now there's a review of uh, Astrobot and Spider-Man and all this other garbage. It was so much. There was so much. A lot of, of gaming news and, and topics. And I feel like the reviews were about what I expected. Like these systems are great. I'm I'm happy that everyone's happy with the loading speeds as someone who I mean you have a PC as well like it is faster it's so nice that things are faster I'm I'm really happy about that how do you feel about all the reviews and uh, of these new shinies um you know I think overall I'm pretty excited about the loading you know the quick loading is pretty cool because I think that kind of sucks having to wait for a game to load I remember playing any GTA game Oh. Or, I mean, not, not any GTA game, any Rockstar game. Right. You know, Red Dead has the the long load, uh, GTA 5, the long load, especially, like, playing online. Um, like, really, any game that has a long load, like, I just think about the fact that that's gone. Um, I, I, I think that, overall, um, thinking about how, right now, when I play my PlayStation, clicking the home, bu- the PS button, and the lag of going to like my settings or mm-hmm. you know anything is just like such a slog it makes me excited for the new consoles um and the thing that that I'm like I, I, everything else sounds great about it. like everything I've been reading about the Xbox Series X and the PS5 like everything already sounds so cool but like the fact that the storage is so limited right. already sucks like that sucks well and there was so bad there's also this article um about the playstation 5 where you can't at launch like you could plug in a hard drive right but you cannot first expand the storage at all uh for the playstation you know super fast ssd hard drive and even if you plug in a two terabyte regular hard drive you could play ps4 games on it but you can't back up the ps5 games on it yet which is a major feature that we've been talking about this entire time and a feature that the Xbox series has, um, which alleviates a lot of those issues. You know, we, we, you mentioned hard drive space, the S the series S is like four gigs on there basically. Uh, and if you don't want to buy that $220 expansion drive and you, you might, you might not, but if you already have a terabyte hard drive you're using already, you could just plug that in and back things up and switch them out as need be. It's not as convenient, but it's it's a lot a lot cheaper. Um, you can't even do that on a PlayStation right now, and that really really sucks. And it seems like such a maybe not oversight, but, but 
I don't know. It's just, it's a very, it's not even a decision. I want to say it's a strange decision to do that. Like, no, someone fucked up. That's not a strange decision. Um, that's, things are behind schedule or whatever, because that is basic functionality, being able to transfer PS5 games to another hard drive or having the expansion slot, you can use it. Like, we don't know um, what drives are going to work with it. I don't even know if there are that many publicly available drives that match their speed um, requirements yet. Yeah. Uh, but that, that I do agree that is a concern. I think the PS5 has like 600 and something. I think it was six. It's either 625 or 675. It's one of the yeah, two. Yeah, it's one of the two. I, I, I think you're right. I, yeah, something around there. But it's not, it's not a lot. And, and people keep bringing up Black Ops Cold War as being 130 gigs. And God, that's a lot of that hard drive. <laughs> you know, I was looking at my PlayStation just today. And the five games that I have on it. And I started think comparing it to like those CD players that was like it would hold five CDs. Do you remember having yes. one with like a stereo? Like, oh, I can put in five or three CDs in here. Like, so really, technology hasn't moved forward that much. We're still there. No, that's... We could still load up five discs at a time. Like, it's, you know, that to me, that was always kind of the biggest gripe I had with like PlayStation, my PlayStation, because like, I hated always having to delete games to like load another one or the fact that like I would get that error message or like you don't have enough space to download the update. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was supposed to this was supposed to download while I was at work. Right. Now I have to figure out what game I'm gonna sacrifice so that I can update Destiny or Call of Duty just to play with my friends. Like like that sucks and now that problem isn't really going away. And if I get a PlayStation 5, like, there's really no solution right now. So um, I, I have a feeling the way they worded it, like, that will eventually come. But that's yeah. just more money I'm going to have to shell out that I've already, you know, like, I've already spent the money on a new expensive console. And now I'm going to have to turn around and spend more money on additional storage. Like, why isn't this problem solved? Why, why didn't they make it two terabytes? Why, like, why aren't these, like, options there? Like, I just... Don't get it. It's it's uh you know, an Xbox might already have a solution there with you know their their uh options with the expandable um what is it, the proprietary yeah. drive and then but then they also have compatible drives already, right? Well like external storage and stuff. Or is it that you can already back up on external yeah, hard drives? You could just compatible? back it up. So basically yeah, from what so, I understand, the series XS OS so many letters um is is just the one that's on your xbox already <laughs> like it's just the same one so that's why all the media apps and everything it's just like oh it all just works because it's the same damn thing and i, I think yeah. that's really cool it might be less exciting than a brand new os and like a shiny load screen and all that stuff but it, it it's ostensibly like it works yeah it works and it's like a new pc and i was on my xbox earlier this week um playing a game we'll talk about later where I love the OS on the Xbox. It is so nice and it is fast, even on my One uh, X, where I can press the guide button, press the trigger to go down to the Game Pass little icon, press Game Pass. It opens up a menu of all the recent Game Pass games quickly, like instantly. Yeah. Then I can hit yeah. that and it loads up Game Pass. The store looks beautiful and it loads quickly. 
this is on current gen. It runs so well. I think a lot of PlayStation players are not aware how good the UI is. You hear a lot of people complain about the Xbox UI, and I, I think it's because I don't use it enough. Um, but it is so much faster than my PlayStation UI. Like you, you mentioned pressing yeah. the, the PlayStation button to back out of a game. That is exhaustingly ridiculous. And on Xbox, yeah. it is not great but it's so much better and going to the store is so much faster uh and i'm I'm very excited to see i guess both consoles feel more modern I, I mean as a person who would buy everything on my pc that i could necessarily um part of the reason of that wasn't even necessarily the graphics it was oh this indie game like uh just for bug snacks as an example it hypothetically if it came out six months ago i would have bought that on pc because it's going to load quickly <laughs> like it's going to yeah, load yeah. faster there and to have that on a console that to me is the biggest selling point um i do want to bring up an interesting thing that we learned that there is no quick resume on the playstation just uh so the xbox yeah. has you can start a game back out go to another game and then return to the first game and it takes like five ten seconds i guess and you're back where you were like no loading in, no load your safe. Like, it's just there. It was suspended. You're back. The PlayStation does not have this, which... Does it still have the suspend yeah. or, like, arrest mode thing? Yeah, okay. it still has that as far as I know. Um, but, and to some people, this isn't that big of a deal. And I don't think it's that big of a deal, granted. But I know I, I end up playing two games at a time, maybe on the same system. And if I, uh, just as an example, I'm playing Neo 2 um, on my PlayStation. And I want to pop into Fall Guys. Well, now I got to close down Neo 2. I got to low into Fall Guys. And then when I'm done with that, because that's like an hour, I got to go back to Neo 2. I got to load it up again. And just being able to hit that button to play Neo 2 and be back in it in five seconds, exactly where I was, like at the shrine, ready to go. Yeah. Just for two games, not not to mention this goes up to like six or seven on the Xbox. That's going to be really transformative, I think, once you get into it. Um, yeah, I think that is pretty cool. I, and I don't know if maybe maybe Sony didn't see it as a huge priority or maybe they just didn't think of it because of the fast load times. Because right. now it's like, well, if they just want to get back to their game, it's going to be in a snap. So really, it's not. It's not that big of a not deal. A priority. Yeah, I think it's a really cool thing to have. For me, like, I'm one of those people that doesn't stop playing until I hit a checkpoint, and then I feel safe closing out right. of the game. <laughs> and I don't know if I will feel comfortable doing a quick resume, <laughs> but I think that is a cool feature to have, and I would still want to try it. I, man, that, I mean, it really, like, I saw I saw how it worked, and I think that's, that's pretty awesome. It's really cool. It's a pretty cool feature. It's a unique feature that Sony just doesn't have. Right. Because I know yeah. I was playing uh, on my PC, which obviously doesn't have this quick resume nonsense. Be cool. I don't know if I trust my PC to do this. Uh, and there's something weird. There's something suspicious about it to me. It's like yeah. some kind of witchcraft. But I was playing Crisis, and I, I'm still bouncing into Genshin Impact, which would do, does have a lo, uh, login and all that. But quick mm-hmm. resume on that game would be, oh, you're back at the login menu, and you start. You don't have to load up anything or do anything like that. So. Yeah that would be helpful to do that. Okay, I did my dailies and whatever. Let me go back to Crisis, and it's boop. Okay, start playing. That's really freaking cool. Like You can't, as, as useless and unnecessary as that is, 
you cannot deny that's that's really damn cool. Or if you want to try an I, indie game yeah. for five seconds and pop back into what you were, it's awesome. I think it'll be perfect for people that multitask games that are constantly trying new games and then like like I'm the kind of person that plays lots of different games because I will get bored of one or like I get stuck on one. So I can see that being pretty useful to me. Um I'm imagining that feature doesn't work for like games of the games of service or no online games like from what like I understand like, it'll probably kick you out and then you gotta like just reconnect. Yeah, it boots but, you back to like yeah. the start screen where you'd have to log in or whatever again. But that's still faster than loading it up and going to splash screens oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it it's pretty cool. Like any like the fact that everything just loads quickly is is just killer. Like everything that I've heard on podcasts about people like like can't they can't imagine going back to the old console. And a lot of people are like, I can't even imagine playing on my PC right now. Like it's that's because their PC. It's already, like sucks. I'm already like I'm already convinced like that I know I want to get a new console and I know I want to get both. I'm not, I don't want to just stick to one. I know I'm gonna prefer getting a a PlayStation 5 first because that's just where I feel the most comfortable. Um but like I for sure want to get an Xbox Series X. Like initially I was like I just want to get an S. I was like nah dude, I want to get an X for sure. Like like I I'm so convinced by just not only Xbox like as the other services but like their hardware is freaking killer. Mm-hmm. I love I love the look of that of the Series X. Initially and I've I've always kind of I've always liked the look of the Series X because I like that they just go for the the squared or rectangle look like perfect. Mm-hmm. Sony always goes for these wacky ass oh I hate it designs and you know what it looks kind of ridiculous but I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, gonna try and put stuff Sony. in front of it when I get mine. <laughs> I know right? Can I dress it Hide up? It. Can I put a can I put a coat on it so it looks like a like a butler? It's functional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean it's it's exciting. I I'm not super in a hurry to get into a new console like i can totally wait because really all the games that are currently coming out for them i'm not as excited Mm -hmm. to play as i was because like like miles morales i'm not super excited to play especially everything i've heard about it i'm like okay it's just spider-man the story sounds cool but i'm just like not in the mood to play that game gamefly yeah there you go gamefly shout out it's my gamefly game gamefly um and you know all the other third-party games or anything like that. It's just so so far right now nothing next-gen. Other th- like, I I guess in my head like nothing has convinced me that I need one yet at this moment. Right. Yeah, I don't need one on launch, and especially with some of those features that just aren't there yet or just aren't completely like fleshed out. Like, I'm okay waiting. I have plenty of games to play that are still in this like transition of current gen next gen um that i'm playing or i'm going to play like cyberpunk is going to be one of those that i take on the ps4 and then take with me to the ps5 um i'm playing a lot of like indies that can play on just about anything that i have and then i don't know i'm i just jumped back into like fallout 76 like this morning and i was like fuck i want to play it so bad like all day <laughs> so just a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff like this that has convinced me like especially hearing all the reviews and everything like that i'm like everything sounds cool i'm sold on next gen i don't think i need it right now i i agree with that i am despite my best efforts getting sucked into the demon souls train uh where i really want to play that game so i have to try and uh 
find a PlayStation Five somewhere. <laughs> the... I had a so I had a weird dream where yeah. I went to like Costco, and there was a huge stack of PS4, PS5s, and I convinced my wife to buy two of them so we can flip the other one. And she decided we're gonna get five of them. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna hit the fucking jackpot. <laughs> It is me in a dream because I, I don't really talk like that. So, <laughs> so we go, we check it out. As we're checking out, they're putting like the consoles. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I'm dying. In our shopping cart. And it turns out they're PS3s. <laughs> and it turned into a quick nightmare all of a sudden. And I, was, and I was like, why are they priced the same? And then I woke up and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what a stupid dream. It was really odd. Uh, that's unfortunate for Dream Joel. Um, <laughs> what an idiot what an idiot what an idiot got suckered idiot. yeah speaking of ps5 and xbox yes. in a retail store that is something that will not be happening which is on launch day interesting news it felt like uh well there's all conspiracies of like is this a supply train thing and are they just doing this because maybe supplies are low but this is a great idea. We don't need people in lines for no re- for this reason uh, in particular. So you will only be able to get uh, on launch day uh, Xbox or PlayStation 5 online. Yeah. Um, you could get it in store if you did like pick it up at store, obviously. But they're not going to have extra stock at a store. And this is good news because I definitely did not want to be driving around ever to do this. But also, it, it works out. I can be there in the morning, ready to go. Let's try and, and secure a console. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I say exciting, but I don't necessarily mean exciting because it's stressful. <laughs> but yeah, because uh, I... it's I, I did shop around a little bit locally, like online, just see if there's anybody that has them like that you can order to pick up. And nobody does. So I was like, Oh, they're definitely not going to be available in store, right? <laughs> and then, and then the news came out, and then I was like, "Well, I guess it makes sense. They don't want people like rushing to stores to like buy these currently because of COVID or whatever, or like, kind of like I think what happened last console launch, um, people stabbing each other <laughs> sure. to get like the new Xbox or PS5, like, especially in this climate where people are struggling economically because of you know being laid off or furloughed from their job or." their business is struggling or things like that. So I totally see it. And, you know, if me, especially if supply chains are, li- are limiting the, the stock of these consoles, which is why they're probably only available online. Makes sense. Right. Uh, yeah. I- I'm really hoping to get my demon souls box. I'm a yeah. sucker. I really I am a sucker. Demon souls box injected in me. Oh my God. I, I have stuff on the top of my, I- cause I think it's so big. I think the only place I can put it is on top of my entertainment center, and I already have a couple things I think I can put in front of it because it's so fucking dumb looking. Uh, <laughs> I just hate how it looks. Maybe it'll look better in person. Make it look like a penguin. Like, get some googly eyes. Oh. Get something you can put in front that looks like a beak, and then get, like, some sort of, like, little coat. Where would the eyes be? It. Like, on the sides? Or you mean, like, up? Yeah, just, just stick them on the sides. On either side, like an shit. iguana? Oh yeah, just do it. Okay, that that sounds better. I'll I'll do that. I'll do googly eyed penguin and I'll doodle on it, and it'll look yeah. vaguely cute. 
People will be like, oh, look, you got a penguin. They're like, yep, that's my PS5, actually. It's my penguin S5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my penguin S5. Perfect P. Right? P for, pe- the, for penguin. P for penguin. It, it S for station. <laughs> yeah. My penguin station. Five, five for also five. Five for five gum. <laughs> Wait, didn't, didn't Linux used to run on PS5? Or, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of... Okay. That was a PS3. There we go. PS3, yeah, there we go. The other and OS, yeah. It... it it all comes full circle right there. There you go. Thanks, Odell. Shout out to Odell. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's move on to the next Moving piece of on. news. Yeah. You brought up Cyberpunk coming out in December. And Gross. the Medium, which was one of the bigger Xbox uh, games. This is from Bloober Team, which I hate the fucking name of. They did the Blair Witch <laughs> game. And they did something else, which I forget, that people really like. But I... I always forget. I played the Blair Witch game and I liked it a lot. Um, that's why I remember that. Yeah. That was supposed to come out around launch. I, I think it actually was delayed until sometime in December. And then now it's delayed again to January 28th, which is like a nice little birthday gift to me. It's almost my yeah. birthday. Uh, nice. All right. right. And uh, that sucks because that is one of the major next gen. It's going to be on Game Pass. Like, let's do it. It's only on Xbox. Mm-hmm games it was delayed partially because of covid and in their little message it does mention and eh, we're gonna get out of the way of uh some other stuff cyberpunk. named yeah, cyberpunk we don't get trampled yeah. by cyberpunk yeah i think um path of exiles next yep like patch also moved out of the way there was They're another like, game too don't... i don't remember but yeah they actually said it in their like i think their delayed message like we'll we want to make sure like we want to move out of the way for cyberpunk we're also going to be playing it yeah, <laughs> so I, like I think that yeah. one said uh, we don't want players to have to choose. Like we, oh want, yeah, 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 we're gonna be playing it. You can play it. I think that's that was kind of their thing. And this sucks for me because I do love survival horror games. This is the one where um, two environments are loaded at the same time and you switch in between yeah, them. It looked, it looked really cool. Looked pretty neat. Uh, I'm excited for it. I hope it's really good. Uh, it's only a month delay, or I guess like six weeks. So we'll. We'll see. That's all Cyberpunk needed to become amazing was six weeks, apparently. So, if they can do it, we'll see if Cyberpunk comes out. But this is now more of a bummer for Xbox and having literally nothing that... It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. Uh, Oh, well. I'm sure sure it'll be fine. There's plenty of games to play. This is really only concerning to idiots like us. Because most people are just like, ooh, shiny. (laughs) And they play, <laughs> they play Fortnite on it. You know, like it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, we're the ones that that think about it and care. And and again, in six months and a year, no one's gonna remember or care about this. That's true. Uh, but we also got a very exciting announcement yesterday, as of this recording, on N Seven Day. The worst kept secret, possibly in the history of the world. Uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is the Mass Effect, not remaster, but or I guess, yeah, remaster, not remake, remaster of these games mm. for 4K and all that crap. Um, it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC with a enhanced patch of sorts for the next gen coming after release, I believe. Um, this is awesome. I think we can agree on that. Oh, yeah. Love those games. Um, yep. I tweeted this. I will probably not, ne- like, never have the time to replay these. But I sure would love to, like, 
hop in and shoot some stuff. Yeah, I think yeah. I, mm, it's tough. I do want to replay it. I definitely want to replay these games. It's been since the third game that I really even, or I guess Andromeda, but that doesn't count. But uh, in terms of this, I, I want to go back to it. I definitely want to see what they did. And, and the first game especially was pretty rough. And that was a 2008 yeah. game or 2007. Yeah. yeah, I think that was. T- I'm afraid. I'm afraid to revisit it. Is the problem? I'm afraid to revisit some of these games, right? Because like I don't want to tarnish the memory that I have of it. Yeah, I I totally agree. Uh, that is a that is an aspect of it. Uh, I'm hopeful. I think this is less concerning than oh, they're making a new IP anthem, and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. This is we already made the game. Let's just make it look nice. Okay, cool. You, I trust you to do that. Yeah. That's that's a lot easier. But I wonder why. Like, why they wait so long to do this? Because EA is fucking stupid. EA, yeah. look at what EA has done. I, I I really should. This is my big project. If I had time, and I cared enough, would, look what you've done, EA. Look, that'll that'll be the title. Like, look at EA. Well, first of all, look at their shitty sports franchises box arts, which I hate so much. They're so bad. Man, you really don't like. It. They are I don't so think else ugly. <laughs> It's just like four squares. Like, imagine if The yeah. Last of Us Two had just a picture of Ellie and like a picture of Joel in a square on the side. <laughs> like it's so dumb. Uh, I think they just had to change it up, and they're like, "Let's make it stand out." It's... And someone's like, "Let's just make it ugly." But it does. <laughs> what if we fuck it up? <laughs> what if we do that? It looks like uh, it just it does it doesn't fit. Like it doesn't fit those franchises. If it was Life is Strange, where like there's a photography theme oh, yeah. or something, like <laughs> oh a scrapbook, yeah, like that kind of makes <laughs> sense. But this is sports ball. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for these like graffiti colors and things. It's bizarre. Uh, yeah, it does look really. But cool. actually, you look at EA's last like this whole gen, their last seven years, they've canceled seventeen Star Wars games. They've closed several <laughs> studios. They've remastered. Burnout Paradise and like one Need for Speed game, uh, yeah. They've released two Star Wars Battlefronts, both to completely separate controversies. Um, they have uh, every year some problem with FIFA Ultimate Team and all this bullshit. They're they're just stumbling all over the place. I didn't even mention Andromeda or Anthem. There's so many issues with this the studio mismanagement of, I believe their IP and their studios. And it is really apparent. I would like people to go and look at EA of the last seven years. It is, it is quite the, the baffling uh, display of negligence and incompetence. They have like two switched games released. They're like 70 million switches. They're just like, I don't know. I guess we'll put burnout paradise on here. Okay. Finally, I mean, they really missed the ball with that. They're missing the ball with this Mass Effect remaster thing, which you're right. This should have came out two years ago, three years ago. Uh, push Andromeda and put this out instead and then patch that up for another two years and make that amazing. But they're just, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what they're doing, but it's kind of the silent juggernaut that no one really cares about is really faltering. You look at a, a like they're equal, Ubisoft. Ubisoft is crushing it in terms of their output and their perception. Now they've faltered a little bit in the last year or so, 
But overall, this gen has seen even stuff like For Honor is a big success. Uh, Wildlands. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that uh, For Honor that's has definitely has stuck around as long. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big it, it stuck around for a long time, and it has like it just has like a very active community. Right, and there's also um, like Rainbow Six Siege, which is tremendously large. Which is killer. Uh, yeah. they they're they're doing such a better job at handling this generation even with all their controversies and weird sexism. And you look at the Assassin's Creed franchise. They revived that franchise. Like, that was on the way out. That thing was No thing one was cared. It was, it was on life support. And now it's like, it got its heart transplant. It's back. Like, yeah. that's a tremendous success. And what EA has done is just <laughs> crushed everyone's favorite dreams and studios. And uh, that would, I mean, someone make that documentary. That's a good hour and a half documentary about these two studios that no one would fund or watch. But I would love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've been hearing very good things early on so far about uh the new assassin's creed Valhalla. yeah so and that comes out in two can't, days can't wait to see yeah i can't wait to see like reviews on that because i'm hearing good things even like compared to odyssey so that's awesome now yeah. all of a sudden i'm more excited for that now because i i think in far as far as like scope wise like size of it so perfect if it's if that tends to change as far as like you know if it's more comparable to the size of like Tsushima, i might be in so I'll let you know because I got it for free with my processor when I bought my PC. <laughs> All right, cool. That was yeah, the bonus good. gift. Yeah. Um, but also part of that news is supposedly there's a new Mass Effect in development by a veteran team. Which, whatever the hell that means. Yeah. Which um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Anything new that Bioware is working on? Not sure. Not sure, not yeah. Sure what to, not too sure. Um, they're also still working on the Anthem revamp, and I've been, oh, God. I've been uh, watching videos on that just to see what it is, and there's like going to be a new Javelin for Anthem, and there's, they're doing skill trees and shit, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. That, I don't know if, there's, if it even has a chance, to be honest. It's been out for almost two years, right? Yeah, yeah, two years. Yeah, no, I that's think, not good. and I know it has. I think they almost have the same. And you might have to check this because I might. I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, but um, they might have the same active player base as Marvel: The Avengers. It might be that would be I impressive. Might be totally, off. actually. Because... But wouldn't that be funny if they had pretty close to the same numbers? I don't know if there's a way to check it because I think Anthem is only available on the EA launcher. Um, and not on Steam. I don't know, but it seems it seems like there's still a part of that community that's pretty active, especially on Reddit. That's surprising. <laughs> it is surprising, but they've—I mean—they still keep a pretty active rotation on their their events, and they've slowly been adding things. Like this, the video I watched, I was like, "Dang!" I didn't think they were actually still like working on the light like it's almost like a mini version although probably won't be as successful as a realm reborn where they're like mm. working on the live version as they're rebuilding sure. a newer version of it underneath like it's it's uh i don't know i you know kind of like no man's sky you kind of hope that it has its its resurgence or whatever or its redeeming arc which might give us hope for the new Dragon Age because really, to me, 
I don't understand the continued fandom for Dragon Age and the hype because there's to me there's only really one good Dragon Age. Inquisition. The first one? Nope. Origin? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Actually, we could agree no one says two is the best. It's, which, yeah, two sucks. <laughs> I almost bought it on sale and I was like, fuck that. Why am I even thinking about that? <laughs> um, I'm just a collector of things. Yep. Not even good things. Nope. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah. A new Mass Effect is something to be very cautiously optimistic about. For sure. Especially after Andromeda, which I get it is probably not like ultimately horrible, but um, it resulted in Anthem. So what can we say about that, I guess? It's, yeah. It's unfortunate. And like you said, we'll see well, about this Mass Effect game, this new Mass Effect game. I'll I'll judge that based on this Dragon Age game because I don't know about yeah. any of this. Exactly. Bioware is not what they were. Um, it is interesting to mention the the uh, player base of Anthem, which apparently is still alive, and another game that is apparently still alive is much newer: The Avengers from Square Enix, which had a uh, report come out saying that they lost some monies on this game. Which was a little bit surprising to me, uh, not because it's Avengers. I, I think we knew it was going to sell because of Avengers, but we also knew it didn't have that. The word of mouth was like, eh. But, it, you know, it should have something, right? It was also, the I think, the best-selling game on NPD for that month. Uh, September? Yeah, September. Yeah. Um, and so there's an estimate that they sold only around 3 million copies. Of the game. <laughs> yeah, Not which... Good. So... I'm very surprised that... I mean, that it lost money, I'm not... Maybe I'm not that surprised mm -hmm. because of the multiplayer part of it, but... I I had a feeling that maybe... Kind of like Anthem did. Anthem sold well for how shitty it ended up being. Right. And I thought maybe this was going to be another case of like... Yes, the game isn't like holding up great you know, with, with like the, all the difficulties it had and the, all the errors and bugs and I don't know, all the, all that other stuff, but the single player really, you know, people really did hold that in high regard. And then people are, were playing the multiplayer. Like there's plenty of people that, you know, that we heard on podcasts, we're talking about it. People on Twitter that I saw that liked the multiplayer enough to play it and, you know, go through and do the loot grind and everything like that. But I think the problem is that it just the new content wasn't coming in fast enough. I mean, even like the raid for Ghost of Tsushima came out and the multiplayer came out quicker than the one for Marvel's The Avengers. And that's like their main thing. So why is why is this other game that is a mainly a single player open world game dishing out their multiplayer and their like big raid? or raids like quicker than you are and that's like your main selling point to keep your people involved like it's it's you know and i get they're probably also concerned with fixing their game and working on the next gen version of it but like how great is that next gen version gonna do or how well is it gonna do if your current version is tainted and people are losing interest it's it's not a great look for out for Crystal Dynamics. I feel so bad for that team. Yeah. Because Tomb Raider, which, 
you know, the reboot was great, and Rise of, Rise of the Tomb Raider is, like, on my list to play. Um, And then, like, it just, those didn't sell, like, Rise of the Tomb Raider didn't sell well because of the, of the exclusivity with Microsoft, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I don't think, sold well at all. And now this, it's just, like, hit after hit. It's kind of rough. It's kind of rough for them over there. It is, and actually, um, this is the same thing happened with Crystal and Square Enix with the original Tomb Raider, where they came out and said it sold below expectations, and they had these lofty goals for it. And I, I don't, I don't know what what to do with that. I think anyone could have told you this was coming. Um, yeah. I do think there is a possibility on next gen that people are like, oh, well, I could play this. This is cool. It loads fast and it looks great, and Oh, Spider-Man's coming in in two months or whatever. Um, but Spider-Man. But you're right. Well, the first character I think was supposed to be out by now, and the next one is supposed to be out this month, and that's all delayed. The next gen official patch is also delayed. There's a lot. Uh, the raid never came out. You mentioned that. Like, the, it, there's a lot of issues. I'm currently trying to find the player base of Marvel's Avengers on Steam, just to, as a reference. I can't find it. And you. You can't find it. They're all gone. I can't find it. And I see Mass Effect Andromeda on this list already. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know <laughs> okay. if I just missed it or what. Maybe maybe the servers are down. Oh, maybe no, I found it. Off. There are more people on Steam currently playing Andromeda than Avengers. Shut up. I'm not lying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There are, uh, there are just under 700 people playing Marvel's Avengers on Steam right now on a Sunday night. And then, hold on, there are 760 playing Andromeda. There are, hold on, one second, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 4 has a higher player count. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, The Division 1 on Steam has a higher player count currently. Um, Undertale, which actually seems pretty low. There, this is number 395 on the Steam charts. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Realm Royale, I know you mentioned that, is the one right above it. Oh, Realm Royale, wow. Shout out to Realm Royale. PGA Tour 2K21 is above it. Lord of the Rings Online... Think about that for a second. Oh my gosh, that takes me back. Uh, I remember when that. I remember when that launched, getting that free trial disc. Right. Uh, do you remember Generation Zero, the Avalanche game that kind of came out? Yeah, it was, it was really cheap and whatever. One. Yeah, that's yeah. above it. Uh, <laughs> oh man, just shut it. Remember down. Terminator Resistance, which apparently oh someone must be streaming it and making it popular. You can see on the chart. Um, Maybe, yeah. Half-Life Alex has more players, which is a VR game. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it's not looking good. Not looking too good. It sucks. I I do hope in two years they can re-release this and it has 30,000 characters and it's awesome and everyone's happy. But Crystal Dynamics just gets the shaft again. And it's, it's similar with Bioware where, God, man, you were great. And it just feels like something, something happened along the way. They should have never shut down Marvel Heroes. That was, I really, yeah. 
Could have been playing that on my PlayStation 4. It is true. It is RPC, true. I, guess. I never played that, and I always wanted to. It would have eventually came to Switch, and it would have been heaven. Oh, well. Anyway, let's move on shame. to our favorite moments. Moments of the PS4 and Xbox One. When I think of the Xbox One, I think of buying it a year or so after it came out, <laughs> when they finally <laughs> decoupled it from the Kinect. And I think it was Sunset Overdrive. Was Sunset Overdrive was a launch title? Or... I don't think so. Uh, I think it was launch. I don't think it was a launch. Anyway. I bought that. But there's like a storm going on outside. I need to look outside later. Holy shit. Ooh. It does sound very loud. Uh, yeah, might, there might be a dust storm going on right now. Um, I bought it for Sunset Overdrive. And I remember playing Sunset Overdrive. And... You could do the picture-in-picture picture at the time. I don't think you can anymore on the Xbox. But the Game Awards were going on, and I distinctly remember watching the Game Awards and playing Sunset Overdrive, and I was like, oh, they're going to do a trailer, and I pop over to that and make that full screen. And I, I and that was about the only thing I did with that. I played Rare Replay, played Sunset Overdrive, and then I let my Xbox sit in my closet for like two years. Oh my god. Uh, a long time, and then I sold it and got an Xbox One X. And ever since then, it has been Xbox all the way. And that might be my only memory, like my big memories with the Xbox One, which is disappointing. I do use it for like everything now, but it's not like, oh, the Xbox moments. Nah, it's just an Xbox. Okay. A little bummer. So I remember one of my favorite memories of the next gen was waiting. So I had pre-ordered um, Infamous Second Son. Mm. fully paid for it i was like waiting for this game to come out and the weekend and i bought it digitally so i didn't have to wait for it to ship or anything but the weekend that it's coming out i was going down to california to visit my family so i was gonna like have to wait a whole week before coming back home to play this game and i am a huge infamous fan so i'm like dying to play this game and i finally get back Power on the PlayStation. It's downloaded. Because it's like, it has that ticker or whatever. Like, it's just ready to go. Turn it on. And I play the whole, like, not the whole night. Because I'm so old at this time. So I play till, like, maybe 2 or 3 in the morning. But, man, that experience of playing Infamous on the PS4. At the time, it was, like, the most beautiful game on that console. Right. It's still one of my favorite memories because... Like, that game is, like... Not good. That game is still so beautiful. And it's a great game. How dare you, sir? It's not good. It is a great game. The story the, the story kind of sucks. It is but, bad. And, yeah, that's true. And, you know, and you know, Delson's not the greatest character, but those neon powers were fucking great. I love those powers. Um, and then the digital powers, too, that you get from the kid. Oh, yeah. Pretty awesome, too. Um, I wish we could use them in, like, in a different infinite. <laughs> like in a better game <laughs> in a better infamous game like give us those powers in like you can create your own infamous character and then Ooh. make it an open world game like come on let us do this um but yeah that was one of my favorite um i have a lot of like memories with the like ps4 to me might be my favorite generation because like i i did a lot of online gaming 
that I like that I you know I initially did it on PS3, but like Destiny was kind of a uh, the thing I did the most on the PS4. Mm. Like I played a lot of Destiny initially, especially with like the few people that I played with, and it was always fun. Like I would get home from work, I would kids go to bed, everything like that. I hop on and I just hop into a party chat with the same people every night and we would do strikes. We would do the raid. Like it was so weird to have this group of people. And I haven't had a group like that since I used to play. Wow. Um, way back in the day. And it was really cool to kind of like experience that again. And so that, like I would say that and that infamous moment were probably two of my favorite moments and memories from this last year for sure i remember my ps4 because i'm my ps4 late as well um before i got my xbox and there was i don't even remember if it was official i think it might have just been rumored that there was going to be a bloodborne uh closed beta and i was so excited for this possibility that I just bought a PlayStation 4, thus more proof I'm an idiot. Uh, and it was the Destiny PS4. I never played Destiny. <laughs> never played <laughs> Destiny 1, but it was the white Destiny PS4. Um, it was white, right? Yeah, I'm not imagining that. Yeah, it was yeah, a white yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and didn't get into that beta, but I sure did watch uh, leaked streams of it. And <laughs> very excited. But So obviously Bloodborne is a very... Uh, exciting memory to me for for that game because that was the first kind of next gen Souls game. Uh, or I guess built for next gen. Yeah, since Dark Souls Two was on PC by that point, it was amazing on PC. I remember uh, Guitar Hero Alive is one of my favorite memories just because. I played so much of that game and it I feel like it fulfilled the promise that I wanted from Guitar Hero and it had in front of the crowd and it had the online service where there was just song like it was like a radio and the songs would just stream in you could switch to a different channel and, and play the songs there so many cool ideas and I, I have probably some of my favorite like that year it was the same year as Bloodborne that year might be my favorite PlayStation 4 year at Bloodborne um, it had Guitar Hero Live. It had stuff like, um, I didn't play this on PlayStation, but you could, Metal Gear Solid 5, Fallout 4, uh, I think The Witcher. Yeah, The Witcher 3 was that year. It was such a good year for PlayStation year. and in yeah. general. <laughs> um, it's true. But yeah, I, I remember that. And I don't know if there's anything else super exciting. I, I did, I didn't camp out, but I did trade in my PS4 and go to GameStop that I had a pre-ordered PS4 Pro at on the launch night uh, to pick that up because I'm, an, again, idiot. And that was exciting. I really I really do like the Pro. I do think it sucks knowing that there's probably going to be a PS5 Pro. <clears throat> I hope it looks different, like shorter. <laughs> they just go back. They go back to the same model as, like, the ps4 just just shorter like it doesn't need to be 17 feet tall i don't think so in two years they should be able to make a smaller version i would hope that's a little more powerful let's cross some fingers um but yeah this this was a great generation 
It really was. Oh, yeah. Uh, it really was. But I don't think it was... It was almost like in spite of the hardware, um, where the games are so good. There's so many amazing games from this generation. So many. Uh, so e- even indie games. Like, yeah. Think about like the quality of the Sony exclusives, right? Like, Sony's exclusive games even like a lot of third-party games came out and killed it like you know like assassin's creed origins and odyssey and there's like i mean i didn't play it but like Watch Dogs 2 like there's a lot of those types of games that filled in the gaps for you know when there wasn't an exclusive title but there's so many games like that that really did like solidify this generation as like some of the greatest games to come out like quality wise and then indie games for that matter to like come out like hollow knight and um i, I can't think because there's so many but like just so many games that were just so damn good and like there's just so many games that we can't play them all like right and even now i'm still catching up on games that i haven't finished or haven't even you know started playing and it's just uh it's almost like I want to delay the next gen just a little more, yeah. <laughs> a little bit more, just to play. There, just play a few more. There really were a tremendous amount of titles that are great, and and it's not yeah. like oh that was pretty good. Like no, there's a a pile of amazing games on on these platforms over the last seven years. It's it. I think that's the biggest strong point. As I was kind of kind of saying i don't think the hardware on the xbox was especially at launch that was a disaster obviously the messaging debacle that happened with it uh the x the one x is great but that took four years to get to five years to get to it it took a while and even then it didn't set the world on fire it's powerful but come on uh yeah there's not there's not an amazing thing uh, use case for that but the games yep. the games are this generation because you can look back to the ps3 and there's some games there but not like this not nowhere near like this i, I remember one of like one of my favorite generations is the gamecube generation which i think is obviously if you want to include the whole generation that has ps2 and xbox original um that's probably the only other one that can rival it uh i would say I know people are going to be like the Super Nintendo, but that's just the Super Nintendo. Like we're talking about the full generation of every system firing on all cylinders, not some shitty Sega CD, Sega Saturn garbage on the side. Like everything was killing it this gen. It didn't yeah. matter where you where you were, if it was AAA or indie, it was it was a great time. And then now we have Game Pass and all this stuff going into next gen, it, and the hardware is finally off these shitty old hard drives that I hate and have hated for years. <laughs> Literally 10 years I've been complaining about this. It feels like uh, I'm, that's why I'm excited for next gen. Like I, I, yeah. I don't, I'm glad there's no games. There could be no new games for six months. I'm still want that console just so it's quiet and fast. And that's, that's yeah. enough for me. Pour one out for last slash current gen. slash current gen for two <laughs> days. And then chug one for the next gen. And then shoot that fire arrow right into that little log yeah. boat thing. Let's move on to games we played. Um, we have some new games to talk about. I'm excited. Um, do you want to start with Little Hope? I'm curious about the comment you have here, <laughs> which, which I did look. I just I googled when I saw this. I googled 
little hope characters and then looked at images and i'm like not too sure oh no this wasn't a reference to you this was so i could remember something to to harp on um and and bitch about okay Um, all right but it does involve you there will be a a short quiz section in a minute so little hope is the the dark pictures anthology uh game two after man and madan Uh, I got this from Gamefly. Gamefly. Hashtag Gamefly. Gamefly. Uh, there's your... I know. God, I love Gamefly so much. And uh, it's probably like five, six hours, maybe. Maybe closer to five. I don't know. I played it through three sittings. It was a nice, like, oh, let me play this for an hour and a half and whatever. Um, group of students gets... Uh, their bus crashes and then they go... I'm trying to, like, figure out because it's it's a horror story and there's like weird elements going on so it's hard to say what i want to say slash not spoil things um yeah and they're going into this town um because they're in the middle of the woods basically they have to go through little hope which uh is apparently it might be it might be a ghost town actually yeah it's a ghost town um and it used to be a old like salem witch trials town and so there's flashes of that going on, of this like creepy little girl running around and pulling you into the past, it seems. Uh, and this, this happens fairly early on, um, and it happens throughout, where you'll see elements of the past and these witch trials and people getting wrongly accused and the repercussions and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And it starts to become apparent that there are characters within that that look like the characters you're playing as uh the most notable one uh, uh, actually the game starts with like a flashback to the 70s where this this kid and his sister um and his other sister the creepy sister um uh accidentally sets the house on fire and they all die tragically and it's like this crazy scene anyway the main guy in that obviously is the guy on the cover and he looks like the other main guy right and I'm playing this game and, and whatever. And then and they make a comment like, oh, that character in the vision, that person looked like you or looked like me. Like that person looks like me. And oh, I see. OK, you see what I'm saying? And I, I'm <laughs> I get, not I'm I avoiding I'm, okay. a, I'm avoiding a certain word because I want to ask your, your opinion on something. Um, okay. But I didn't notice this right off the bat. And then I started looking at it and going, oh, the one girl is his sister but they gave her like a completely different haircut and she's in the beginning for like five minutes. So I didn't realize it. It, it. It's such like the whole plot hinges on that person looks like that person from the past. And that person looks like that person from the past. They're the same person. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Or they look like the same person, but they don't necessarily like right off the bat, a couple of them look like completely different people. And they had to, I had to be told like, Oh yeah, you, I thought you were just an old lady. I don't know. You just look the same. And the one, this one dude, looks like uh, he just looks like a jock man. He just looks like a stereotypical '80s movie jock dude. So I didn't even realize he was the same guy for like an hour and a half. And I realized, oh, heck? he's over there. That's that guy. Anyway, so they settle on a word. This is where this is your quiz part. Okay. They settle on a word to call a person that looks like themselves. Okay. Right. So like, imagine this, we're, we're, uh, we're walking down the street. All of a sudden 
we're teleported back in time and we see people that look like us. What do we call those people? You f- are you following? Yeah, when we call them like doppelgangers. Okay, okay. Another word. Clones. Clones. Okay, <laughs> another one. Twins. Twins. Okay, another one. Uh. Oh gosh. I know it gets hard. Um. I don't know. Uh. I don't know. Okay, but, okay. Uh, That's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, would you believe that doppelganger, twin, clone, none of those are the words they use? I would believe it. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> now, I understand why they wouldn't use clone, because in like a horror film, maybe it actually yeah. is clones. Okay, so don't use clones. Yeah. The word they use, and the word all the characters decide on so quickly and without discussion, is double. And... It really, oh, which... it's really weird. It's like, and my, I saw my double do this. And I'm like, that's just so weird. <laughs> like, I don't think, I don't feel like this game was written by an English, like an American. I feel like yeah. no one would ever say, like we, I would say twin. I would end up like, yeah, I saw your twin. Right. Like it's your, it's your yeah. twin or it's your, it's your doppelganger. Right. Like you're saying, I, I would use clone. Like I saw your clone, but obviously horror can't do that. Uh, so they say double, it's really weird, and that kind of goes into the whole uh, big problem with this game to me is the dialogue I don't like. I don't think it's very well written at all. Um, so many instances, you know when you play a choose-your-own-adventure game and, and you can kind of see the seams where the it cuts and then they were like, I can't believe you did this thing, and oh my gosh, now we got to try to do this. And then it kind of pauses for a second and the camera changes yeah. and they go, okay guys, let's go this way. And you're like, well that was weird <laughs> like that was yeah that didn't yeah. fit at all it does that constantly um and and maybe it's just because i'm paying like i know that it's doing that i want to see the seams and try to figure out how they put it all together but it's everywhere and even without it the writing is is very weird and uh it's missing a lot of subtext or not even not even subtext like they'll say things we need to go over here to do this thing and i'm like why are you why don't you just say let's go why are you saying, let's go get out of here from the creepy place? Why are you saying so many extra things? It's very odd. I don't, I don't like the writing uh, of yeah. the majority of the game stiff. at all. Yeah. Um, weird. It's very weird. Uh, most of the game takes place on this road with forest on the side. Probably half the game. Uh, which is very disappointing in terms of like, I'm in a horror game. Where's the horror things we're going to go to? side of the road the haunted house yeah uh and there are you know there's a spooky grocery store type of thing and and whatever there are spooky places but there's a lot of walking by trees a shocking amount of it mm. and that's disappointing uh the game's beautiful it is very pretty looking i will say that um it, i don't find it very scary either uh and that that can be very subjective over relies on jump scares and a lot of the jump scares i would say 90 percent of the jump scares are triggered by the same exact thing and uh like show the same scary image almost every time so it starts to become like again with this like oh you got me but again with this okay uh so that's very disappointing it i do i like the story in I like the story. I just don't like the execution of the writing or uh, 
or anything else about it. I think Man of a Dance better just because it okay. it felt it felt more um I don't know, it felt I want to say cohesive. I get like there were moments in that game um like there's a bunch of characters on a boat and they get kidnapped by terrorists or something. I I don't exactly remember, but then they end up on a not like a little a little boat. They end up on a cruise ship that's haunted and all this crap. Well, one person, because you're, you're playing at the beginning of the game with all these five different characters, one character goes to somewhere else to like sleep or something, and then they get the terrorists show up, and you can choose to not have that person reveal themselves, and so they come out later, like an hour later, to go help, right? And that's a really cool plot development, and it you can see the different ways things can go and all the characters get split up and it's very interesting. This felt so contrived and it just didn't, it it didn't work. Everyone's just walking around. They do the same thing where like you get attacked by a monster and like the two characters run away and there's like a QTE and then another character appears at the end of the cutscene that you never saw run away. And they're like, I'm here too. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? It's it's just like meh. It's fine. I like the ending. I know there's are there are people out there that hate the ending. There's I think an article on Polygon that was like this ending sucks and blah blah blah. Yeah. I like the ending. It's stupid, but it is a nice way to wrap it up in a way that is logical and not like because how are you gonna explain time travel witch trial shit? They do a nice job. I will say that. But I would recommend Man of Medan over this game. It was fine. You know, it was okay. Nothing remarkable about this at all. Uh, I find the uncanny valley of these characters is very uncanny. Uh, And the acting is weird because the writing is not good. And it doesn't explain things. And some of the stuff that I have complaints about, they they do make sense later. But it's like, well, that didn't make it good, though. It still sucked until I understood why. And even now that I understand why, it's still kind of dumb. It just makes sense yeah. now. Um, can't, I can't spoil it, obviously. But, yeah, I, I think if you're looking for a horror game now that it's a week after Halloween, <laughs> you should play Until Dawn. It's still, the, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's still the best one they did. And I think the deal with Until Dawn was they had so many characters and they let them go in so many different places and then come back in a way that felt natural and interesting. And so many people could die. And that was such a better game than either of these. Uh, Yeah. I would recommend man of a Dan over this game. 100%. I, I think it has better scares. I think it has better plot. I think it has better acting. I don't remember the writing specifically. I probably complained about that a year ago. I don't know. But I would recommend that that came over Little Hope, even though I love the the Puritan kind of uh, oh, what is that magic thing? Oh, like like hereditary. What is, what is the what I'm talking about? Fuck. It has that like like the witchcraft Blair Witch kind of. There's a word for it. That's gonna bother me. Um, shoot. I'm trying to think. I don't. Mm, oh, whatever. But I like that setting. I like the witch trial. Um, what is that one? I'm going to look it up. But no, I, I think this is a hard pass on, on, on Little Hope. 
perfect Game Pass game, had it for three days and sent it away. But, okay. Yeah. Very, very disappointed because I, I think the trailer for it w- was really cool and I, I wanted it. The trailer for the next game at the end of this one looks better to me. Uh, the setting wise is like you're in uh, Egypt or something, not Egypt, but at some country of Africa, African country, I think. <laughs> Uh, that sounds bad, but if it was a trailer for like 30 seconds, I don't know where the fuck you were. Okay. Uh, but there was Did like, they say when that's coming out or it says next year title for it. It says next, next year. year. Okay. So that, that looks more interesting to me. How many, how many are they doing? I think it was seven or eight. Shit. Yeah. And they okay. wanted to do them like every six months, which has already not happened. Um, yeah, I think yeah, once a year awesome. is fine. And I, I just hope like so much of this, takes place on the side of the fucking road man and i know the first game had a boat and then a cruise ship but it still felt it made sense and it worked it wasn't like i'm on the side of the fucking road for two hours it's so odd uh and and with the with the lack of scares and spooky things going on just felt like i was walking around with a flashlight and they do this thing oh my god this character has a flashlight right and you're walking around with the flashlight and then you get to this place and you uh, boost yourself up to go on the second floor. And then he's like, Hey, throw me your phone. I need, and she's like, why? So I can use the flashlight on it. And I'm like, but you have a flashlight. I was just using it. And then he uses her flashlight phone. And then in the next scene, like a a half an hour later, he has a flashlight again. What is happening? I don't get it. It's so bizarre. I I don't. I don't understand. It's fun for that, it, and you can play it with another it person. It sounds like a like you. Could, it, it sounds like those scenes in a movie where like they're holding something, and then in one scene they're not holding it, yeah. and then the next scene after that they are. Yeah. But like, how do you do that in a video game when like you're making it and you're studying every single piece of that video game, it, scene by scene? But it, it would make more sense if he did, like you're saying, if he didn't have it and then had it again. But he specifically asks for another flashlight. And then gives it it's back. So weird. It's so bizarre. Uh, but you can play with uh, multiplayer and do, and like, that's another cool thing where at the beginning opening segment where there's the dude and his sister, if you're playing that co-op, the sister is seeing other scenes, like seeing other content, which is cool in oh, theory. Weird. But I, if you're not, you're just missing like a lot of the game. I don't know how much of the game I missed, right? It's impossible yeah. to know. Yeah. And that's, like I would rather play all the scenes than play half the scenes. And then it feels like, well, do I have to play the game again? And how do I trick the game into giving me the other half of the game? That becomes, as a player, like really confusing and frustrating. I just want to see the full game and know the full story, even if I have to play it at the end. Like, show me the stuff I didn't see. That'd be cool. But you, you, you can't. Um, and then that sucks. And It's fine. The game's okay. It's a solid six. I've been I've been seeing like good things about it like on Twitter like people talking about it. People like seems it. like people are liking these. Yeah, they they seem to be liking the string of these. So I yes, um, I continue to support it because of that. But this yeah. one did not work for me, and I'm gonna go look yeah. up the name of that horror genre thing right now. Okay. I will talk about a game I played called Mobius Front eighty three. I did receive this code um, for, like, review slash um, discussion content from Pop Agenda. So, um, shout out to them for providing the code. Um, So, if you don't know what this game is, it basically looks like 
almost kind of like a homage to Advance Wars, like a very, I would say almost like Command and Conquer early PC version of that. Okay. And it to me, it reminded me, like just playing it, reminded me a lot of Into the Breach, which was kind of like same thing, tactics, turn-based. Uh, you move your units on the field. You have certain amount of movements you can do. You position them on the, the field, and then it's the enemy's turn. They'd make their movement. So it's very much that. Um, what's unique about it is in between missions, you're getting story bits, and it's almost like you're getting, like, uh, G.I. Joe, but, like, more, like, not, like, I guess more, like, PG-13 G.I. Joe because they're actually, like, saying curse words and it's it's uh like cold war era stuff and um that part's really entertaining the battles can get pretty like comp like complex and challenging as you go i'm like on the sixth mission and so you i'm getting a lot of units to position in the field and it's kind of like um they're kind of hexagons that you're moving them on kind of like describe it as best I can it's if you look it up and kind of just look at like okay. one screen the, the the bad thing about it is so far I've only encountered the same environment like the same landscape basically it's like green and there's some forest and all you're basically doing is maneuvering around that so um and then there's like a solitaire game in there and it's a little different than, than just regular solitaire um it's just like a side, like a mini game you can play in between missions too, which is pretty cool. Um, I would say like, I I'm definitely going to play more of it because I'm enjoying it and it's giving me those, those memories of like playing into the breach, which I really did like. Um, it's, it's a little challenging, but I am enjoying it. And for some reason, like I can't decide if it's a game that I could recommend yet i still need to play more of it so like i don't have like a full review yet but my initial impressions are that like it's if you like tactics games if you liked into the breach it might be one to check out but i would say you know maybe watch some streams check out some youtube videos read some reviews before you really dive in because so far like I've only done like six missions and I can tell you so far, like it, it is some of it does feel a little repetitive. So it's not like all the way there to where I was wanting. Um, where into the breach, like each Island that you went to was very different where this one's like, seems kind of repetitive so far. Cause everything's the same. So, but I like it pretty cool so far. So, um, we'll see if I get to a point where I'm like, I can't do this. This is too hard. I'm done. <laughs> So, um, that happened with FTL. I just couldn't get, I couldn't get past a certain point with FTL. Yeah. Which, and that thing, like, I just was like, man, I, I worked so hard to get to this point and then I'm dead. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Like I, I think I almost had more fun playing the solitaire mini game that they have than I did the actual game. But I think. I think that might have just been the relief after one of the challenging missions. 
because I had just barely made it through that mission. Mm. And I had spent maybe like a good 45 minutes trying to get past that mission. <laughs> and it was like intense. And then I get out and I'm like, I'm just playing solitaire now. This is so fun. <laughs> this is safe. <laughs> <laughs> this is safe. Um, but yeah, it was. I'm like, I'm, I am I booted up this morning and I played the last mission, which wasn't as intense. Like I played, played mission uh, five, which wasn't as intense as mission four. And just a lot less units to deal with, which was crazy. But um, it's like the the in between cartoon or like cutscenes are really interesting. There's like one kind of like geeky soldier and one like intense dude that's like, "Shut up, you idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like so fucking funny, dude. And I just he's like always getting bullied and stuff, and it's just it's just really weird. He's got the anime slice of life people yeah for some reason it, it reminds me a little bit of uh the it's a mobile suit gundam the eighth ms team i don't know why it just reminds huh. me of that like feeling like that give me those vibes even though like not same exact character dynamic but like just i don't know just their mm -hmm. interactions are cracking me up the way they talk to each other but yeah and then um one quick thing i did finish uncharted 4 yay and man, I God, that game is fucking impressive. <laughs> I I cannot say enough about just how impressive that game, how beautiful it is. There's parts of that game that I was just blown away by where you're climbing up, like you're so high up on these huge cliffs, and there's like there's like giant mansions or like cathedrals up there, and you're like as you're climbing up, like suddenly there's a rocket that's shot inside and it's breaking apart and you're hanging off the edge. There's just these moments that like blew me away about this game. And I'm just like, like Naughty Dog is so like they can make this game on this huge scale, this huge, beautiful world. And then they made Last of Us 2, which isn't as like grounded, gritty, like you know, Seattle, like, it's just such a huge, like, difference in what they did, but they're both, like, these extreme-ass games, like, I just, like, I can't say enough about how, like, just insanely good Naughty Dog is. Few frustrating things that I always hate about Uncharted, though, what, like, when you're in, like, a shootout, and there's just so many enemies everywhere. I feel like when there's too much going on, you're just like, what? What do I do? And then he just, like, decides to jump or he won't kneel down when he's supposed to and you just die. And I'm like, well, that was fucking frustrating. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, But, yeah. That was really good game. Really good ending. I'm very happy with everything. You like, you like now I... I will remember the ending for sure now. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll spoil yeah. it again. I'll remember it now. Okay, now that perfect. I played it. I yeah. still I want the next game to be what whatever her name is, but there's no shooting. Cassie. And uh and it's like Drake is a mentor like Sully and they're just exploring Brazil or something. Yeah. I'm into it. They they could almost do it to where it's like um 
Nate and um, Elena get captured, and Sam has to take Cassie as like un- like he oh sure. maybe they're on a- on a trip together. They get captured, and then you play as Cassie, and Sam has to like help you rescue them. Like they could totally do that. Yeah, I I want that. I- yeah, yeah, I want that because I them making a tomb, but it's ostensibly Tomb Raider, even more <laughs> Tomb Raidery. Uh, right. I want them to do it. <laughs> That'd be so yeah. good. Yeah. I guess now I need to play Lost Legacy, dude. Yeah, Lost Legacy is great. Yeah, I have to play it. Anyway, I'm still trying to find that word, and I cannot find it. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> I'm now I'm asking Logan, <laughs> help. Okay, help find. Did you want me to talk about my next game? Uh, no, I'll I'll uh, break in a little bit. I, all my okay. other stuff's quick. Um, I'm like 60 stars in the Mario Galaxy, and it's great. It's such a nice, nice. calm, chill. It's not too difficult. Um, just whatever. I'm collecting stars and doing Mario stuff. That's great. Nice. Uh, yay. I'm uh, still playing Genshin Impact. To everyone's surprise. Not playing as much. Um, certainly played maybe maybe four hours in the whole week. Maybe. Um, now, are you getting to a point where you're running out of resin? Is that no. why you're not playing as much? I barely or you're just like to a point where no. you're like, eh. I don't use the resin. I don't. I'm. I know what it's for, but I don't really do that. I am at a point where I need certain materials to level up one of my, or I guess all the characters conceivably, and I don't really know where to get it. Um, but there's still a ton of side quests and things uh, that I can do and. Really, I'm just, I want to see how this battle pass ends, which ends in like 12 hours or a day or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, so I want to see how that ends. I want to get to level 10 on that, which I'm really close because that gives you a free wish. And then oh, I want to see what the next battle pass is. And then I'll probably just check in every so often. Um, I still really like the game. I, it's just such a fun thing to run around and explore and see the world. Uh it is annoying that oh, I got to get this item. Well, how do I get that item? Oh, it drops from level 30 plus Josuzalas or whatever. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> where's that? And like, oh, you haven't discovered one. I'm like, well, all right. I guess I don't, well. I don't have one. And I could Google it or I could just dick around and, and do whatever I want. And I'm enjoying that more than enough to, to, to play for the next day, you know, to get to the end of the battle pass. Um, it's it's a weird game where there are a lot of issues with like progression and and monetary problems, but I do enjoy playing it a very large amount. <laughs> so there's that. Um, All right, and there's more content for the next seventy five years with that game. I bet, man. I bet. I bet they've made so much money off that game that they can just continue making content. From what I understand, there's there's two regions in the game right now, and there's supposed to be seven. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that, I think something like that. And that's a lot. That is yeah. a lot. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. I'm playing that, but mainly what I played this week, besides Little Hope, was Crisis Remastered. I beat that yesterday. Nice. Not terribly so long, holds up. long game, um, but I really enjoyed it. And... Uh, you know, it is that old style of shooter that you don't get anymore from 2006 yeah. or whatever it was. Seven? I don't know. Uh, 
I liked it a lot. There's some really cool stuff that happens with aliens, and um, there's a boss fight at the end that's terrible, which I, I would be more upset about, but the game's 15 years old, and I feel like this is what a game 15 years ago would do, and it's stupid, and I hate it. But whatever. It's also really... It's still... like That's the biggest issue, is the brightness and the contrast and all that. I could never find a setting that really worked, and the end of the game is extremely dark, like basically oh, no. night vision the entire time I had to do. And I, I guess I should have just paused it and turned up the brightness, but like, it's so weird. It's the only game I ever played that just has brightness all over the goddamn place. It's too bright here. It's too dark here. Nothing works right. Uh, I, I, I don't know how you fix that or why, but besides that, I did really enjoy the story and the ride of it all. And, and yeah, I, I totally recommend crisis one. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you need the remaster. You could probably just get the original and be fine. Like, I don't know that it's really added that. I don't know. I think the original probably doesn't have the weird lighting issue. Um, it's not going to have ray tracing, which was neat, but I don't know. If you, I don't know if it was that neat. Uh, and I actually started and played 30, 40 minutes of Crisis 2. Oh, okay. Because I, I was, they were on. I think they were on sale this week, weren't they? Oh, I bought it nine years ago. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I had to look it up on my. It was so long ago. I bought it on Amazon as like a digital code, and I had to look up the digital code because it wasn't activated anywhere. It was something where you downloaded it and put in the code. Oh, weird. So okay. I was actually able to kind put like in CD the code. Key. Yeah, like a CD key. I was able to put it in on Origin. And it's like, hey, you want this game? Like, yes, that's what I want. Thank you. Yes, please. please <laughs> yes, please. Nine years old. <laughs> fucking code yes I, I would like this on a launcher i don't care that it's on origin um and i totally see why people were upset by crisis 2 it, it is a very scaled back uh, it's not, it's in new york city and not the jungle which is a big difference um but it's it's beautiful man you you run that thing today it still is impressive that 4k i remember really liking crisis 2 yeah, I, I like it. I'm yeah. going to try and play it and beat it. I like the story, like I said, with the alien invasion shit going on. I think yeah. that's really cool. Um, I like the suit powers. I like stealthing around and then oh, shit hits the fan. Now I'm shooting. The shooting's satisfying. And th- it's funny. This game feels much more optimized for a controller than the game that just came out a month ago. Uh, the, rem- the remaster. But yeah, I'll play more of this and, and get back on, on Crisis. But I'm now all in on Crisis, man. I'm going to play two. I got three. I bought three 15,000 years ago also, so I'm going to finally play it. I never played it because I wanted to beat two, and then I never did, never did that either. I'm doing it now. Nice. Cool. Um, I... So, I'll start with Pokemon first. Um, kept playing Pokemon this whole last week. Um, I got my first shiny ever in a pokemon game i don't count pokemon go don't at me doesn't count pokemon go away pokemon go away yep um i like pokemon go but it just <laughs> the shinies on there don't count to me because i have like two shinies on there they don't count um i can't i did the dynamax adventures and i got a shiny pelipper it was awesome first time ever in getting a shiny my kids got shinies before me not even trying and I finally got one. I've literally played like every fucking mainline Pokemon game ever. I feel like um, I could have gotten a shiny. I might not know. You know that that could be it. Maybe at the time when I played like 
through the older ones up until I knew shiny was a thing. I might have come across them, but I just don't remember. But once I knew they were a thing, which was at least by the time that black and white were out, I never came across one since then. Mm. But I've also never played as much post game in a Pokemon game than I have with this game. Right. Um, but I did finally get one. So um, I decided to, because I needed something else to play during like my slow times at work when I'm just like taking calls and uh, waiting for email responses. I wanted something turn-based that, you know, I could just, like, pause in between. So I purchased Darkest Dungeon, Ooh. which means I hate myself because <laughs> this game is awesome and cool and extremely punishing. Yeah. To the point where the my favorite, like, character that I've had so far got so stressed out that he died of a heart attack. <laughs> And it's permadeath, so he's gone. <laughs> Perfect. I Luckily, I didn't spend that much time leveling him because, like, I'm still very early on. Like, my whole thing with my first run right now is just to learn the game. Like, and that's what I'm doing. Like, oh, I didn't know you could die of a heart attack in this game. That's crazy. <sighs> um, and so I'm learning, like, okay, I should probably focus on upgrading hearts. Like... No, like the arm. Oh yeah, hearts probably. Like the armor and the ar- the armor smith, or the blacksmith, and then the um, the guild, which is where you train your guys. And then you can also there's like a place to de-stress. There's um like a, what is it a infirmary for when people get injured, and then there's like a bar. So there's different ways to de-stress people. There's different ways to heal your people, and different way for people to seek like uh meditation and things like that so it's such an interesting game um and i love the battle system in it because not only is it turn-based but it's also like place placement based so you have your people lined up in like a lineup of four and some people like need to be either in the third spot back or the second spot because that's where they, they're preferred to be, so their moves are stronger in mm. that spot. And not only that, their moves do better in that spot or can only reach the enemies in that spot. Like So certain, like you have to take all these things into consideration when you're placing them in your team. And so, so far I'm like trying to figure out so far what my best comp is to go in with. And you can retreat. Like if you go into a dungeon, like you can retreat after, like as long as you're not in battle and leave without losing anybody sadly i was in the middle of like the final battle in that dungeon when my guy had a heart attack and died so (laughs) that kind of sucked um but now i know and uh it's crazy like some like in the middle of a battle someone might like just get so stressed out that they go irrational and then they don't listen to you like you can't command them to like hit they're just like won't listen they'll pass and you're just like what the fuck like that game is so like I and what sucks is like I wish I could play it on PC because I I wish like it was just easier to click things and read and things like that. Mm. But I like like the, the portability is what I like about it because I can sit in bed and just like look at my characters, look at the stats, and if I need to just like take a few quick runs in the dungeon without really trying to complete it, just really like level up a few things. So yeah, that's it's an interesting game and it's kind of made me even more interested in the upcoming sequel. So 
cool probably have more to say about it as i continue to die have it torture me yeah, and right. die of heart attacks <laughs> yeah yeah i've always wanted to play darkest dungeon and i never did and i might have yeah, it. yeah me too I don't know. me too i've always been interested in it i've always seen people play and i'm like this seems like and everything i've heard about is like this seems like it would destroy me mentally <laughs> but i don't know so far it's pretty fun but yeah, I'll, I'll probably be playing a lot of like Fallout 76 this week. I jumped back in just to check it out, and they've definitely um, put a lot of work into it, I think, to like make it run better, because it was running really well on my PlayStation, which is weird. Like I would think the opposite. Like As my PlayStation has gotten shittier, and as that game has gotten bigger, I thought it would run worse. But it was running better, and... I was getting a lot more like, like, uh, there's like little missions you do and a, like, uh, I think challenges. So as I'm going through one mission, I'm getting all these little dings and extra coins and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, dang, this is, oh, this that's is cool. all great. Yeah. Um, the game just feels better. So I'm probably gonna be jumping in this week and checking it out. So I'll have more to say probably next week. Cool. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. All right, I think we've gone on pretty long this week, yeah. um, surprisingly. So, I think we could wrap it up. Yes. Wrap it. Oh, and um, rest in peace to Alex Trebek. Extremely sad news. He passed away today. Yeah. Jeopardy host. Um, we're gonna go ahead and close out the show. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the stream. Checking out the podcast, which you can find on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on thegamefanatics.com, and anchor.fm. We appreciate the listens. We appreciate you guys continuing to uh, spread the word and to listen to our podcast. And of course, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to send any messages our way. You can find us over on Twitter at the Joelness. At Ben Runnings, you can also email us finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. You can also find us over at thegamefanatics.com. And we will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.